0: Welcome to Humans in Public Health. I'm Megan Hall. In the past few years, the field of public health has become more visible than ever before, but it's always played a crucial role in our daily lives. Each month, we talk to people who make this work possible. Today, Francesca Bodwin, an addiction medicine specialist, emergency medicine physician, and epidemiologist who spends part of her week at the nation's first mobile unit for treating patients with opioid use disorder. Francesca has been on the front lines of the opioid crisis for most of her career. She says she saw it early on, during her residency as an ER doctor. And
1: right in that time was when it was the peak of opioid prescribing.
0: She says opioids were everywhere. And she was already seeing the negative effects of this overprescribing in the ER. I was watching people come in, both
1: trying to obtain opioid medications for an underlying opioid use disorder, but also people with ill-treated pain.
0: But no one really knew what was coming. We didn't
1: see the lights on the train in the tunnel at that time.
0: Soon they did.
1: Over time, it transitioned from a you know, prescription opioid epidemic to illicit opioids, fentanyl, and analogs. That started to really take off in the late 2010s,
0: 2017 and beyond. Earlier in her career, Francesca planned to focus on pain management, exploring alternatives to opioids. But as the crisis got bigger, she decided to make a change.
1: Because of what I saw every day working in in the emergency departments, my focus shifted toward the existing crisis, the opioid epidemic.
0: Since last year, she's cared for patients affected by that crisis at the Mobile Outreach Unit in Woonsocket.
1: It's actually an opioid treatment program, and it's working out of an RV, a recreational vehicle, like a big van, and to reach people that might not otherwise
0: have access to addiction treatment. Francesca was the first physician to work at the mobile unit. It's part of Kodak Behavioral Healthcare, a nonprofit in Rhode Island that specializes in addiction treatment. The idea is pretty simple. Provide medication-assisted treatment without the barriers or stigmas that often come with going to a clinic. It's right in the community where people need it. So the mobile unit is parked
1: in the parking lot of the Community Care Alliance on Clinton Ave in Woonsocket. It's on a busy street, well-trafficked area near a bus stop.
0: Still, when the mobile unit opened in 2022,
1: it had a slow start. Nobody was coming to us, and so we spent a lot of time outside actually just talking to anybody that would come by to call attention. I actually physically walked the the streets of Woonsocket, going to various areas where I thought people who might be unhoused, which we know there's a lot of overlap with substance use disorders and mental health, and so trying to do some outreach. Eventually people came. But now we have got a census of over 60 patients engaging with
0: the unit. I would say it's fairly busy. A few weeks ago we went to visit the mobile unit. Standing in the parking lot was a new patient.
1: I'm Mary. I live in Rhode Island and I've been in um, recovery for a couple
0: years. When a new patient like Mary comes to the mobile unit, she meets the team, shares her history, gets an exam and updates her treatment plan. Then she can get a prescription, counseling, and even connections to other resources. This all happens in an area a few dozen feet in length, without even scheduling an appointment. Being able
1: to walk right up to that door and say, I need help, that's amazing.
0: At first glance, the mobile unit looks like an everyday camper. It has shades of teal and the Kodak logo. Outside, Mary is the only one waiting. Inside, there's a lot packed in. A counseling room that can squeeze in four people. A long
1: bench where people can wait. A bathroom. A small desk for charting.
0: A security system. Snacks. We have a fridge. It's got some water and currently some boost in it. And an area for dispensing medications like methadone. Every nook and cranny has a function. Each part clicking in neatly with the next. Within these spaces, patients like Mary meet a rotating cast of providers. They form the backbone of this mobile unit. My name is John Hayes. Ian Rust.
2: My
1: name is Jillian. I'm one of the dispensing nurses.
0: And I'm the driver of the mobile medical unit.
2: I'm the peer recovery specialist for Kodak at the mobile unit. A big part of my job is just connecting people to resources. I do a lot of helping people sign up for insurance, get connected to other services, um, organizations that help with
0: housing, food, job stuff, employment services. John, Ian and Jillian say the mobile unit feels different from clinics and buildings. It's very intimate. You're very much in tune to the patient and they get to come to you on a much more personal level than they get in a brick and mortar situation.
2: One thing is they just have a lot more patients, so the wait times can be really bad. They don't get to see their providers every day. It's kind of, you know, coming in, getting medicated, and then if you do have to see your provider at the clinic, it's almost an inconvenience because you have to, like, go downstairs and find them. With us, we're just there for people, which I really like.
1: Once you've been here and you see the same people every day, they tell you stuff about their family, their kids. You know, we chit-chat back and forth.
0: It's a very effective way to do this type of work, to come to the people as opposed to expecting them to come to you. The peer recovery specialist, Ian, knows just how life-changing medication-assisted treatment can be. As a child,
2: I went with my mom to the methadone clinic every morning in Pawtucket. She's been in recovery for pretty much my whole life.
0: He says he feels fulfilled by his work, and sometimes it makes him think about his mom.
2: So especially like patients with kids, just getting them to the point where they can be the parents they wanna be, really like reminds me of her.
0: But the launch of the mobile unit in Woonsocket hasn't been without speed bumps.
1: It's kind of this whole not-in-my-neighborhood thing. People don't want methadone clinics, opioid treatment programs near them. I think of the main Kodak location on Huntington Ave. It's next to a junkyard, next to a train track, next to the highway. There's nothing
0: else around it. The city of Woonsocket tried to get the mobile unit to leave. It even gave them a cease and desist order. It argued that the RV violated zoning laws. But the unit never left.
1: Things are moving in a positive direction. I have had conversations with the mayor of Woonsocket, Mayor Baldelli Hunt, and I feel that she is an advocate for patients suffering from opioid use disorders and sees the crisis in her city. And so I think there is a commitment there to help solve this problem and recognition that the mobile unit is one way to do that.
0: Francesca says that a clinic on wheels provides a lot of flexibility. You
1: don't have to overcome the hurdles of finding a building in a place where the community is going to approve the building. We can also examine where there's gaps in care and put a unit in that location. And then one last thing, the fact that this unit is on wheels, once it doesn't have methadone on it, it can serve to do other mobile medical outreach. And so it can have a dual purpose.
0: It's no wonder that similar units are being rolled out in other parts of the country.
1: A place where I think we need to go is to actually evaluate this unit. Is it effective? If it is, how do we do it better? How do we get it out to the areas that need it? What's the next iteration? And really marrying the research with the clinical and public health practice.
0: Luckily, Francesca is in a perfect position to do that kind of analysis with her colleagues at the School of Public Health. Francesca Bodwin is the Chair of Epidemiology at the Brown University School of Public Health and an emergency medicine physician. Humans in Public Health is a monthly podcast brought to you by Brown University School of Public Health. This episode was produced by Tino Delamere said. I'm Megan Hall. Talk to you next month.